Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and this week we've got a few comics, but a lot of news, and I want to say hi to Tej before her Wi-Fi goes down. Hi, Tej! I'm still here! I'm still here! Yay! Hi, Holly! <laughs> we had some technical difficulties <laughs> earlier, and I said, well, let's just chit-chat a little bit, and we did, and I said, mm-hmm. she says, oh, I think it's good now. I'm like, why'd it go down? So Yeah, I'm just, just, if I disappear, I will come back. She will come back. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I got to watch Gotham by Gaslight, the animation, and I highly recommend it. Uh, If you like Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, it's awesome. Which we all love. Yep. Yay. We got a trailer of the Death of Superman animation, which is coming out in July, which was awesome. Which was, let me say this, I am looking forward to this animation a lot. Like, like a lot, a lot. And I wasn't at first because the first promo pick they ever released was a new 52 Superman. And I was like, Ugh, Yeah, why? he still has the collar. <laughs> yeah, he's still got the collar. He's still got the, the macho shoulders and he's got no spit curl. Um, the reason behind that is I asked the animator, the producer. Right. And he said they started work with this in 2016. Right. Uh, because obviously animation takes real long time. Sure. Um, and he said they had not received finalized pictures for what Rebirth Superman was going to look like. Because right. Because they were planning. They were planning. He said they're planning to use Rebirth Superman. But they told him this isn't the final look. Right. Right. Because he, did, he didn't have red boots. And then he said, well, right. if that's the case, we're just going to use New 52 Superman. And then in 2019, when the next one comes out, maybe we can give him, when he comes back, a new suit. Yay. Oh, okay. So I think so I think that's what they're planning. Is they're going to use the death of Superman as a sort of marker of this is where the New 52 canon ends. And when they come back with the return of Superman, right. which is part two, they're going to bring, like, Rebirth canon into it because I think that's what their plan is because this guy, his Twitter page is filled with John, John, uh, you know, Kent, John oh, okay. Samuel Kent. Right. Um, he, all the likes, he, he follows Jorge Jimenez. He loves Jorge's art. So I think you might just get, like, a Super Sons movie, which oh, that would, would be, be interesting. Awesome. Um, I would love so that. Next, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So next year, 2019, we get the return of Superman. We do. Yeah. Oh, good. So yeah. we're just gonna let him and be it, dead for a year. God. They're gonna let him be dead for a year. Uh, <sighs> okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Almost a year. I think uh, they're planning for an April release for the next movie. Oh, okay. So not quite yeah. a year because it's July for this one and then April, so that's what? Yeah. Nine yeah, months? Nine months. Like that's a baby. A, yeah, like <laughs> a rebirth. Like a rebirth. Wow, we just made this so poetic. I know. Okay, so we have a... Okay, first of all, uh, we got Doomsday Clock this week. Um, and Tej, what's your new name for Doomsday Clock? 
I'm renaming it to Watchmen 2 because um, other than the first issue that we got, what, three pages, not even two pages of Superman. Right. Right. We haven't seen any sort of like Superman in the, uh, we've seen Batman, we've seen Lex Luthor, we're Superman. You know, it's like we're going back to that small world thing of where's Lois, you know? Right. Uh, is Superman stuck on the toilet? Is is he in the bathroom? Is Lois, again? is Lois there trying to hand him toilet paper? And that's right. why she's not in the book. Right. I don't know, you know. I don't know. Like, Lois, it really hurts. We, like, we have a boy of color chilies. and Johnny Thunder, and that's it. Well, and then the watch yeah. repeats. And I'm like, I could care. Yeah, I browsed through... Doomsday Clock. Yeah. And I saw no sort of standout DC characters, right? And so I said, I'm not reading it because I don't want to read it. I don't want to read Watchmen. Like, I don't want to read Watchmen either. I don't want to read Watchmen 2. You know, I didn't like Watchmen 1. I still haven't right. read Watchmen. I haven't either. <laughs> I I I caved and I watched the movie. I caved and I watched the movie because I said that's two hours. Director's cut three hours. You know, I can watch it, get it over and done with, and I'm out of there, right? Um, right. Apparently, Zack Snyder made a much better version of the comic. He changed a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the one sex scene was sort of rapey and he made it non-rapey. So he made it romantic. He made a love story that wasn't, that didn't exist. Okay. So I was like, okay, I like this version anyway. But he kept the, the canon of the, 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 the story, the, what you call it, gist of it. Right. Um, all that, you know, yeah. he kept that. Um. And I caved, I watched that, so I knew who the characters were, how they related to DC characters, right? all that. And that's it. I don't want to read Watchmen. No, neither. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Alan Moore. I don't want to read Watchmen. Well, and Alan Moore will be like, fine, because it's not Watchmen. It's Jeff John's version. Um, it's Jeff John's version, yeah. And I, I don't know how loyal it is to the characters. I don't know. Um, you see, that's the thing, is Alan Moore wrote a sort of book-ended story, right? right. He wrote a novel. Right. Yeah, and now, novel. yeah, and now, from what I've heard, Jeff Johns called him and asked him, and he said, meh, whatever, you guys technically own the characters, right? Right. But he's not happy about his story continuing. He wasn't no. happy about before Watchmen. Right, well, you know why that is, don't you? It's because when he signed that contract, back then, usually, if they published it again, it would be, wouldn't would be for 25 years. And so, for mm-hmm. 25 years, um, after 25 years, he would own his characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what did DC go and do? They published it all the damn time. Yeah. And then... Just to make sure that the copyright stayed, they released that before Watchmen's shit, right? Which, according to Watchmen purists, made no sense. Mm. And I haven't read it. I don't care. 
I don't care either. And so now, I think they're just doing the same thing again because before right. Watchmen was released five years ago, right? When the New Fifty Two came out, right? Five six years ago. Yeah, Jim Lee basically screwing over Alan Moore again. I think so. Yeah, I think it's like, and so I'm, I'm sitting there and wondering. Yeah, you know, Alan was not going to be happy about this. I wouldn't want to mess with a warlock. Um, yeah, who carries a king with a skull on top of it, and he's like seven feet tall. Yeah, I don't. Jim Lee's not him. that tall. He probably can't even see Jim Lee because I'm taller than Jim Lee. <laughs> well, I guess Jim Lee. Oh, years ago, yeah, you know, Jim Lee. Anyway, um, he's basically screwed over <laughs> anyway, Alan Moore. Yeah. Jim Lee, yeah, uh, anyway. he basically <laughs> screwed over Alan Moore by selling Wildstorm to DC, and um, Alan Moore had like a sub-genre underneath them, ABC, mm-hmm. uh, where he worked. He didn't want to work at DC anymore. And so yeah. what's Jim Lee do? Because, you know, he's not a business person. So I had to sell... Um, Wild storm to get out, you know, out from under. So anyway, so I guess that one of the cons that Jim Lee was avoiding Alan more like the plague. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, if I screwed over him, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want I to see Alan more even. either. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have even gone to the con just to be sure. I would have been like, count me out. <laughs> so to add insult to injury this week, we got no action comics. Mm, yeah. So no, no real Superman this week, boys and girls. I mean, Trinity, I don't know. I kind of looked at it, but I didn't. I kind of looked at it, and but it's like, ugh, ugh. you know, what? what is happening here? Who's yeah. high? Who's smoking what? You know? Right. It's like it's like when we used to read, um, I, okay, I don't want to even compare it to multiversity. It's like when we used to read the New 52, we used to say, what drugs need to be prescribed yeah. with this book Who's for me the to shit understand? On the wall this time? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna save Batman and Superman that we got last mm-hmm. week for the end of the show. How's that? Okay. Okay. Now, moving on to the other news. Moving uh, on to two pages worth of news. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Zack Snyder on Vero. What's going on with Zack? Zack Snyder on Vero, he has no chill. Uh, man is just letting loose, and he's like, they delete this scene, they deleted that scene, they took this out, they took that out. Well, he doesn't actually say that. He just puts up pictures, and everybody's like, no, yeah, he... What? Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't... He just says stuff like, uh, oh, I found him, or yeah. hey, this kid, or hey... I like this chick. Yeah, you know, he doesn't use the word chick. I like this girl. She's sweet, you know. Yeah. Uh, these women, you know. And so um, he posted recently because there's this whole thing about Aquaman um, that came out that the movie is unwatchable. And I, j- Did I that saw come that. Out? Really? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god. And I didn't even bother sending you the link to the article because I read the tagline and I was like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> been here before. Okay, which blogger put that out? Uh, I don't know which blogger put it out, but I know Collider sort of uh-huh. went uh-huh. along with it. So I uh-huh. was like, so I was like, 
Oh, the, show. the rat pack is out. Yeah, I was like, the rats are out again, you know. Yeah. Uh, need to get need to get some mice traps. There's uh, there's rodents around, you know. Um, so, um, the director for Aquaman. What I love about him is he's on the beat with social media, and if there's a rumor that is going around that is negative towards his movie that he doesn't want, he just comes out and says, that's bullshit, right? Right. And so he comes out and he says, hey, you know why we didn't have a trailer for Aquaman at WonderCon? Because I am still working on editing this movie, on getting the CGI right. So no one has seen the movie yet. No one has seen clips. No one has seen a trailer because... I have not put one out yet. So I was like, yay. Well done. Well done, James Wan. He's locked up somewhere in, in Australia or New Zealand doing something there with Aquaman. Um, I feel very positive about Aquaman because right. it's got the same music uh, composer as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And he works very closely with Junkie XL. Oh, cool. So... Yeah, they're like friends right. so in the music industry, composer industry. And, right. And, the birds. Um, the birds, yeah. yeah. So he, like, for example, when he had to do the Wonder Woman theme in the Wonder Woman movie, right. he went to Junkie and he told him, you know, how, how do we, you know, where do we go? How do we play this? When do we start it? You know, when do we build the music up? And Junkie talked to him, talked to him through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina Go is going to be also doing a cello number oh, for Aquaman. Good. So I'm like, yes, cool. Um, so at least we'll have a good theme in Aquaman. <laughs> if anything else, at least we'll have a good theme. Um, and yeah, it it sounds like he is taking no crap from the... Well, they screwed the, him over with Suicide Squad, right? No. That was a different guy. No, no, no. This is, this is a different guy. But he, yeah, he's seen guy. what's happened before. I mean... He's, oh. worked, he's worked with Warner Brothers. He has done a lot of horror movies. Right. And he knows how they F him up because he did The Conjuring, which nobody thought was going to be a hit, Right. Right. And it turned out to it turned out to be the like massive sleeper hit, right? It it he made it for like under twenty million dollars and it made like something like four hundred million. Right. So after that when it came to number two, the studio got very involved and stuck their fingers in and they said, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And so he's I think more aware of what Warner Brothers does. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, anybody so, who's seen what they did was David Ayer, who did Suicide Squad. And Zack Snyder. And Zack yeah. Snyder. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he lives in that town. He knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So he is hauled up somewhere in Australia doing Aquaman. And, you know, there was the whole... It's like people have these, these um, articles already saved, you know. Oh, Aquaman's going to do reshoots. Oh, Aquaman's unwatchable. Oh, Aquaman's They didn't say unwatchable. They said he, they, they had some problems. They said, no, first, 
first it came out, Aquaman's a terrific movie. I'm like, who they paid off, you know? <laughs> then it came out from another person. This is all within one week, right? right? And I'm saying, who do I trust here? Nobody. You know what? I'm nobody. Um, because all in the space of literally two or three days, Aquaman is the best movie ever. Aquaman has some problems. Aquaman is the worst movie ever. It just went like, it's like a bipolar reaction, you know. Well, I'm, it's I'm Hollywood. standing there and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Whoever standing they there and I'm like, the most. whoever pays them the most, that's the opinion they have. Exactly. I'm like, who who listens to these bloggers anymore? Not because, me. Not me. You know what? People don't listen. Uh, people who are Star Wars fans don't listen to the bloggers. They're like, why are you even listening to the reviews? You know? Right. Um, people who are DC fans don't listen to the bloggers at all. Right. If you are still, if you are a DC EU fan and you still listen to the bloggers, what is wrong with you? Um, and uh, you know, everybody's like. Nobody listens to them anymore, except right. the Marvel fans, because Marvel movies always is the best yeah. movie ever. Ever made. Movie yeah, whatever. Ever made. Best movie ever. <laughs> you know, and I was like, wasn't that the last one? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> so. Like, best know. movie ever. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. How much ice cream they gave you. <laughs> yeah, really. How much money did you, what did you have to do? To, you know? Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway. Okay. Anyway, so... All that came out, and the director came and he said, nobody's seen anything of the movie yet, not even right. the actors. Right? right. And he said, and then Zack Snyder came out, and he posted a couple of pictures that were deleted from Justice League, and he said, you know what? I can't wait to see what James Wan does with the king. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah man. My man. Yeah. My, <laughs> My man. man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, so um, just a hint on the comics. Uh, Louise Simonson and Jerry Ordway are writing a story in Action 1000, and there was an interview on on CBR with them. And Mm -hmm. basically, Wheezy and, you know, Wheezy and Jerry, but more so I think Wheezy, because she wrote Man of Steel series back in the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was yep. very, it was an emotional book, as well as you know, fighting, fighting, fighting. Um, there was a lot of fighting, yeah. but there was a lot of emotional beats. Right, yeah. and back in those days, they got to work with not only Superman but Clark Kent as well. You know. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and that's what Ordway kept saying. He says, "I think it's Clark's humanity that makes him Superman." Mm-hmm. Which is something Amen. we've said forever, and so <laughs> Ordway said it was a ten-page story. Shoved into five. <laughs> I mean, you know, they'd have to sell that thing for a billion dollars if it when it comes out. Okay, so some fun news, some great news from last week. Last Thursday, the Ultimate Fan Edition was released. <laughs> These are all Justice League uh, cuts that fans have done. They have. Mm-hmm. Um, the Justice League uh, cut Warner Brothers doesn't want you to see. Yeah. <laughs> so he and I, you know, it was the first one. I got very emotional 
because he, he kept certain beats in. He kept in the brunch, which is not my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, he he didn't really, he had the Russian family, but it was only like, you know, you didn't see the bug spray. You didn't see them, you know, cowering in their hovel while the parademons ignored them. Uh, but mm-hmm. you did see them break down in the truck. And I don't think he said Dorfsky-esky. I don't remember. And you got to see Clark fly by with the building. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my first, and I liked it. And I was and I was more emotional during it. Mm-hmm. Now, I read something about the brunch scene. What? Now, the original brunch where Barry Allen mentions it to Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. When they first meet. Um, it was supposed to be, it was Zack Snyder's thing, right? The brunch thing was, was Zack Snyder's thing. And then Joss Whedon said, oh, this can be like shawarma, but let's not get there. Uh, brunch yeah. was only mentioned once, and it was supposed to hint towards Barry Allen's sort of uh, almost autistic nature. He was going to make him sort of, because, you know, he gives people real-life problems, right? And he was going to make him sort of show how cut off from the world he is and why he doesn't. You know, he says, I need friends. He's like, why do you need friends? And he was going to go... Again, we must heartfelt character building right. in Justice League. Because they took Iris out. And, and, then we, and we got... And Iris is the only one that he can physically be around. Right. And who calms him and that sort of thing. And she's his anchor in the world. And I was like, oh my God, why does it feel normal? Uh, yeah, why did why did this get cut out? Uh, I was just sitting there and crying. And well, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, we yeah. just took it and just I, he didn't cut it right. He didn't yeah, cut we didn't very took off. it. Yeah, we didn't took it, and he made it stupid. Yeah, and he made it like you know a flyby joke instead of uh, uh, something you could anchor. Uh, a character to in real life. Right. And that's the difference between the yeah. two directors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ultimate Fan Edition came out last Thursday. Mm. Um, well, we could go this past Thursday. The fan... I didn't uh, watch it because we had problems with the internet. Okay. Oh, mm. that's right, you did. Um, the fan cut it's only about an hour and a half. Now, before everybody goes, uh, um, I uh, Chris Wong turned turned me on to that. I forget who turned me on to the Ultimate Fan Edition. It might have been the the film junkie. Because yeah, it was because he said, "Oh, they took the itchy out." Oh, oh, thank God. God. Thank and God. The fan cut definitely cut it down. There's none of that weedness crap in it. And they put back the trailers, and, okay, I think he added, it was either in the Ultimate Fan Edition or in the Ultimate Fan Cut, I think it was my, he, there was a, there, there was a sighting of Darkseid. Oh. It was just like, oh, yeah! Um, I did like the fan cut better because it took all that weed and crap out. 
and put all the mm-hmm. good stuff that we got from the trailers, um, like Diana and Bruce talking about, you know, what did Walk Man say? And that wasn't in the uh, Ultimate Fan Edition, but it was in the fan cut. So I like what they did mm-hmm. there. They did a, a more exclusive kind of thing there. Um, the Ultimate Fan Cut I have not seen yet. That came out last Monday. Um, and I think that's connected to the JL website. Oh, sure. okay. I'm not sure. I know they were releasing one something. Right. And that and, one, but oh, yeah, that but then one, I didn't have like Wi-Fi electricity. Right. Of, you know, living in rural Africa. Yeah. Now you can download those. I know the Ultimate Fan Edition. I think that's on Mega. And mm-hmm. the Fan Cut, I think, was a direct download from somewhere. And I got the Ultimate Fan Cut as well. And they're, you know, they're fan cuts. They're not, you know, official. Mm-hmm. So. I still have to watch the Ultimate Fan Cut, which came out last Sunday. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely uh, you get more emotional about what's happening because they put in the stuff that made sense. Like, you know, um, actually, the which one was it? One of them put the, the Diana explaining Steppenwolf's first arrival at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then they went into the credits, and then they moved on. So that made a lot of sense too. So, um, and you could see how when you cut a film, how a little thing like that can, well, it's not a little thing, but how how you grip the audience with your story, you know, and then you go into what's happening, and then he arrives again. And so you know the mm-hmm. danger. And um, yeah. I it, think, I honestly think, because I've seen a lot of uh, concept art that was released. Right. right. Um, that's how Zack Snyder was going to go. We were going to do Man of Steel, right? Open in Krypton, right? But in oh, this yeah. time, we were going to open on Apocalypse. Oh. And I think that's why they're now rushing to push this new gods um oh yeah movie because i think all the groundwork is already done yes, i think they're going to take a lot of i think they're going to take a lot of Zack Snyder stuff that he may have given them in his cuts right right and they're going to use that maybe reshoot a couple of things with the new director you know and then take it from there right but I, from looking at the concept art, it was very much how Man of Steel opened. Right. Um, you on Krypton, they explain everything about it. They build that world, and then we come to Earth. Right. And then we come to the threat of, and then they're going to go to to the Amazon island. The mother box is going to activate there. Right. And then they're going to come to, we need to establish this league. Right. Well, they do the Aquaman. And they added, in the yeah. fan cut, they added the trailer where um, Arthur goes up to the Poseidon statue after he says to Mira, well, I need something from you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I recommend you know you watch the the fan cuts. They're really good, and uh, as we yeah. learned from Smallville, which we will be mentioning later, uh, mm-hmm. fans, in a few minutes, <laughs> fans can do it better. Um, there was I've been watching Film Junkie and Chris um, Wong, Wong yeah. Quinson, and uh, they said that some guy who's tweeted before about Justice League and hasn't has a pretty good track record, said he's been hearing static for a while about Justice League, I guess, mm-hmm. and that um, it's starting to get more pronounced or something. So, yeah. I would believe that because I walked in today to go and get, uh, my niece wanted the new Disney movie, Coco, that came out. Yeah. Um, And... I walked in to go and get that. Couldn't find the Blu-ray of that, right? Right. And I'm like, a blue a Blu-ray is like what you know, for me twenty bucks more, for you two dollars more here. Yeah. And I'm probably. like, I, I'd rather I'd rather buy you know a Blu-ray than go and buy a normal DVD. And so I told him, okay, when you get stock, tell me, then I'll come and get it. Tons, tons of shelves of Justice League, not like dust is collecting on it, and I'm like. You know, it breaks my heart. But I it thought it was selling so well. No, it isn't. No, not here. Maybe in America, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what it's been reported as, but you know how fake news is. Yeah. Um, how much money have they now paid off people to report that this movie has done well when know. in actual fact it hasn't? Because no. I was watching the other day, and I, you know, immediately regretted it Um these people, screen junkies, whatever it is, not the screen junk, not Chris Wong, the other people, um, and they're like, oh, the Snyder Cut doesn't exist. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know? And they go into all this depth about, oh, how it's, you know, it cost them millions and billions of dollars to make and the, 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 the Snyder Cut, and it's just, not viable because this movie didn't, you know, make money and that sort of thing. And I'm like, how much more evidence needs to be? And I'm like, oh, you're one of the bought-off people, you know, because that's the only thing that makes sense. So, well, the thing that gets am I still me on? Is, yeah. yeah, you're on. <laughs> um, the thing that gets me is that, and Chris Wong that said, said this. What, two weeks ago, when whenever the Blu-ray was coming out. And he goes, some people are buying it because they think they need more money to do the Snyder Cut. And I was like, no, no. no. But that's the thing. And they picked, you know, this is the rumor that's going around. That, oh, mm. well, you have to buy the Blu-ray if you really want the Snyder Cut. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> You don't buy the Blu-ray. I know it doesn't make sense, but you don't well, buy it. Here's the thing. Charles Roven, in November, when Justice League hit the theaters, told people, hey, we're still working on the Snyder Cut. The CGI peeps, you know, they had more than yeah. one CGI team on this film. I mean, if you look at the credits, there's probably like six. And they were just cleaning up the CGI, the film was locked, meaning that it was a go. 
all they had to do after they got the cleanup on the CGI, which wasn't very much, mm-hmm. they had to yeah. put it in the formats for the theaters and for the Blu-ray and the DVD. Yeah, so, from what I was, when I did my own research on how big budget movies are made, right? Right. And uh, Michael Bay was, I watched an interview with him where he was talking about Transformers. I said, okay, that's a good sort of uh, comparison because Transformers is everything made up of of CGI, right? Right. And all that he has is the practical explosion because he still likes that. He doesn't like to do, you know, uh, he's like um, George Lucas. He likes to do practical explosions. Right. Because it gives a sense of, of realism, right? Right. And so he was he was talking, and when I did my research to know for myself, can a Zack Snyder cut exist out there, right? Right. From what I've picked up from, from who has said what, right? And then he went into uh, sound editing is one of the last things you do. Right. It literally comes after the what he calls second wave of CGI and then you have a third wave of CGI which is finishing, painting, airbrushing, that sort of thing to make it look polished, right? Right. So he says second wave of CGI, then you get sound editing, right? then you get third wave of CGI. Right. And I went back and I said, okay, let's see what evidence we've collected. Sound editor. Sound editor said, he worked on a Zack Snyder cut. He worked on a completely different movie. And I'm saying, there is there is no more evidence that is needed that there was an actual, even with CGI sort of finished cut. It may not have been polished CGI, right? Right. You may have still gotten Cyborg walking around in one scene in his pajama suit or whatever, right? Right. But... To me, that doesn't make a difference because I want, at the end of the day, the performance, the story. So there was a cut with CGI, wirework CGI, right? Not not finished CGI. That was handed to the sound editor that he called the Zack Snyder version. Right. And so I'm sitting there and saying, everybody else that bullshits me on the internet and says the Zack Snyder cut doesn't exist, you need to go and take your money and keep quiet because I know you're paid off by Warner Brothers or whoever else, you know. I don't know if Kevin Suchahara paid you off with his own money because he doesn't have any because he couldn't get a bonus because Justice League didn't make any money. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe he's pushing the Blu-ray to get his bonus. He's like, Pull, go Blu-ray sales, I need my bonus. Well, yeah, and so why would you, why would you, t- anybody think that, oh, I've got to buy the Blu-ray because, you know, then they can finish the Snyder Cut. Sorry, they were no. already working on it in November. They had the money. Those people don't work for free. And Charles Roven is the producer. He's the one that forks out the dough. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he the, the Zack Snyder Cut is sitting somewhere. Somewhere, and and I go back to actually Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner. Right. Remember how many versions of that came out because <laughs> they didn't allow, they didn't allow Ridley Scott to release uh, his his full version of of Blade Runner. Right. It didn't have narration in the first one, in the theatrical. Yes. Yes. 
And then they released two versions after that. Right. Uh, like, I don't know, Blade Runner Complete Edition, Blade Runner yeah. Narrative Edition. Something. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm going back and I'm like, Blade Runner's done by Warner Brothers. They could have pulled the same crap. And I'm waiting. And then I go back and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What about that Richard Donner cut of Superman 2 that they pulled off? You know, five years later, they're like, here's the Richard Donner cut. And I'm like, so Warner Brothers has a trademark of doing this, shooting themselves in the foot, right? Right. And, And... and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, what is with this two-hour mandate? Because right. I've watched, uh, not on big screen, on, on TV, right. a couple of Warner Brothers made movies now. One was by Ben Affleck. He made a gangster movie. And um, I saw the, the new Tomb Raider movie. Right. They're like on the two-hour mark. And I'm I'm sitting there and thinking, Okay, what is this mandate yeah. to have a two-hour film, right. right? Right. Cut cut half the story out because the ending of the the Ben Affleck movie was so rushed. It was like such shoddy editing. I was like, what happened here? Right. And and then it just hit that two-hour mark, and I'm like, okay, I know what happened here. I know what's going on now. I know what's going on now. And then on the flip side, you see Avengers. We're going to have the longest Avengers movie ever made. You see Star Wars. This is the longest Star Wars movie ever made. And I'm sitting there thinking... Which are not Warner Brothers. Which is not Warner Brothers, Disney. Disney got apparently has their, their finger on a mark that, that makes money, right? Right. Uh, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, Kevin Fujihara, your competitor, right... Right. That you're supposedly copying, right? Who is denied that they would ever? Listen, the, uh, like we said, we wouldn't believe him if he said today was Saturday. Okay. Well, we said that before the show, and the reason we said that is our next news item. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I just I just don't know what's up with this two-hour mandate. Uh, honestly, it's. Right, but his partner in crime, who was part of that two-hour mandate, Mm, the blonde bimbo, (laughs) who was president of DC Entertainment, uh, has stepped, uh, is going on a leave of absence. As soon as I heard Mm -hmm. that, I went, she's out. Because uh, Zack Snyder left because his daughter committed suicide. Not because he was fired. Did you see the did you see the letter that oh she wants to spend time with her family? Yeah, that's a dead giveaway and, right there. And then I went back and I checked the letter that was released for Zack Snyder. Yeah. Same almost exact same wording. It just oh, took yeah. like he and she and they and put them replaced them. Yeah. 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 So Diane Nelson is taking a leave of absence. Don't be surprised if she's not coming back. Even the sister don't says, y'all oh, be she's surprised. coming back. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't y'all be surprised if she's out. Not that anyone will notice, but. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Suchihara's, um contract was up this month. So I'm 
my way of thinking, the way Hollywood works, Diane Nelson was sacrificed. She mm. got the blame for Justice League. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably pulled. Uh, you know what? She was in charge during the New Fifty Two. She, right? Uh, you know all these comic books. You know, all the sales went down and all those sorts of things. And she has a. She told us to use this as a as a comic book reference, and she probably got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you know, she doesn't know her comic books from. You know, yeah. <clears throat> they keep from God cats. naturally, but they don't let him have any power, right? Yeah. I yeah. think I think uh, Har is a megalomaniac, but then you know he's ahead of a movie studio. Uh, small men, you know what they say, bigger uh, egos. Oh, well, that's true. How many times have we seen that in the DC world? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, so, apparently, it was his Facebook, right? Jeff Johns? Facebook, yes. Changed his Facebook background to Hulk. Mm-hmm. Hulk hulking out, going angry. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to Marvel, but he might be upset about what they did to Diane. Or why would he do that unless Diane's leaving is not what it seems or what we've been told it is? True. He has done that in the past. I mean, when Rebirth was coming out, you know, or oh, more to the point during the New 52, he has to change his uh, Twitter avatar oh, yeah? to... Yeah, he's he's to do and and people only discovered it like when Rebirth came out that he was basically saying you know this dude is doing that and here's the mafia and that sort of thing yeah right so I have a feeling Diane was sacrificed because Suchihara wanted to keep his job so he just put all the blame on her and mm-hmm. but passed it off as she's taking a leave of absence indefinite leave of absence. Yeah, an indefinite leave of absence. Oh, like, she's so fired. She's so gone. It's not even... I was, I was like, what did she do? Because she fired them, like, oh, wait, what did she not do? Well, well, here's the thing, you know, since, you know, you gave us the history about what him and Diane did try to do with the Harry True. Potter films. Yeah, so, yeah. what do you do? When you're the big shot and the person that helped you pull this bullshit for how many years... Uh, yeah. So many years. Yeah. Uh, to, to yeah. I'm not like my contract yeah. for you. You're out. Yeah. So. No, I definitely. I when I saw that, I was I was on the same mind track as you. I was like, she's she's gone. She's gone. Um. Why else would Jeff be upset? I'm true. not saying Diane's gonna want to be with her family. No, that does. No, no. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That don't make sense. And Jeff. Does most of the time make sense, even though we're he's on our shit list. Listen, Jeff Johns is on the I don't know if I like you, but I think you're one of the good guys. I, and and I I know he's one of the good guys. I know he's, he yeah. knows, but he I won't. know he knows his law, right? He knows his canon. Yeah. He knows his stuff. He knows his characters. He just doesn't have, you know, the gumption, the chutzpah to go up there. And fight the people and tell them this is what you should right. do. Hmm? Right. I, he, he has no power. You know, everybody says, well, him and Kevin Feige were both Richard Donner's assistants. Yeah, but Kevin Feige's title is head of Marvel's 
studios. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, and Kevin, Jeff Kevin is Jeff Fuggy, just a cog Fuggy. in the Warner Brothers machine. He's down how many levels? Yeah, I I will say this about Kevin Foggy Foggy whatever his name is. Um, from what I've seen of him, mm-hmm. uh, when I was into the Marvel movies because their first lot of movies were really good. Um, From what I've seen of him, he he is more ruthless. Let's put it that way. Let's use that word. He's what? Where he will... He's more ruthless. Ruthless, okay. Yeah. He will fight for what he he knows is right. And he had a lot of struggles to get that Iron Man movie off the floor. Right. Because when he released the Hulk, it wasn't good. Nobody liked it, right? right? And then he brings in fans. Yeah, yeah. He brings in a fan. He brings in, you know, a person who's a writer of the comics and stuff like that. And he says, we're doing, we're building something. You need to give me leeway, right? Right. Disney, Disney weren't having any sort of thing. And then he told them, listen, you either give me control or you back off. And back off, or you take it and you do it yourself. And <laughs> Disney knew they couldn't. And Disney right. knew they couldn't do it themselves. They right. couldn't because they don't know these. They don't know these characters. Right. Right. Same thing with Warner Brothers. Even though they own the rights to it, they don't know them. Exactly. Now, I think where Jeff Johns comes in, he's like, "Oh, it's okay. You know." We'll fix it later down the line, and we're like, yeah, you won't have a later down the line nobody if you goes, don't act now. Yeah, if you do, <laughs> nobody goes to your movies, then there's yeah, not going to be yeah. later down the line. Yeah, and Kevin F- uh, Foggy, Foggy, whatever his name is, he's more of a let me do my thing. Right. Let me release this character because Iron Man one showed Iron Man as a total douchebag, right? He was right. not a hero, right. which is common, a comic canon. He's, he's a douchebag, right? right? He's drinking, he's smoking, he's doing drugs. Right. He's horrible. Um, and he did that. And he said, yes, it's not Disney, right? It, he's a controversial character, but we're building him to be a team player. We're going to get there. We need to first make him into this hero. Right. You know? And he did that. And the way he played it was he released Iron Man, who is the bad boy. And straight after that, they released Captain America. Right. To soften it, to give them the the Superman sort of thing. Right. to show the other side of the coin hero. Yeah. And to to show the, the, the... I hate to use this word, but the Boy Scout, right? Right. And the good guy, the 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 ultimate good guy, right? The guy who just and that's what he is. Because it's the right thing to do, not the guy who's rich and I, you know, I'll do whatever. The guy who, at the end of that movie, makes the ultimate sacrifice, right? Right. right. Uh, he doesn't know he's gonna survive, but he does it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that's how he played his cards. He told them. We are the fans. We know these characters. If you don't give us leeway, if you don't give me room to do it, I'm going to leave. I'm going to take all my buddies who are working on this movie, and we're going to leave you to do it by yourself. 
Right. When Disney Disney realized they couldn't do it by themselves, then they told him, okay, here's your leeway. And after he proved himself, he then got his title. Right. He didn't just walk up to Disney and say, hey, make me head of Marvel Studios. He earned it. At this point in time, Jeff Jones has not earned his title. No. Well, here's the other thing. Brett Ratner no longer has a contract with Warner Brothers. Just as Thank as God. Okay, but listen. Brett Ratner is under the microscope for uh, sexual whatever. Everything. Yeah. Everything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not just the sexual harassment, like everything. Right. And so uh, there might be pedophilia involved. I don't know. So many but things. It's, it's Hollywood. So Suchihara would sever that relationship, okay, mm-hmm. even though they're best buds. But that doesn't mean to say that Brett didn't have an influence with Suchihara to say, you need to get rid of Snyder. Oh, I think before all this blew up in Hollywood space, right? The last move by the the douchebags anonymous, yeah. Uh, the douchebag mafia was to get out the good guy, and yeah. the good guy to me is Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, because he don't play those yeah. games. He doesn't play no. that you know lunch at Bohemian Grove crap. No, yeah, he he respects not just. Woman, he respects men as well. He respects everybody. And Children. Exactly. And every single person that has worked with Zack Snyder has come out saying, you know that whole controver- controversy, I say that in inverted commas, right. controversy of the Amazons weren't dressed in Justice League. Oh, why are they showing them midriffs? The Amazons came out and said, yo, we showed off our midriffs because we did a thousand crunches yeah. twice a day. Uh, you know, we lifted a hundred kilos. We wanted to look good and badass, and we don't think we were sexualized. We thought we were badass in these movies. Well, hello, can we talk of the what was that guy's name? Steve Reese, who did the Hercules movies, and he barely had anything on. And then, if you ever watched Hercules and Xena, mm. people yeah. were not. They, some people were barely close, like Aphrodite. She was like barely Zena. close. Yeah. Like Xena. She had a backless boob-showing outfit. She, I mean, she had cutouts on the side and stuff. And no, nobody paid attention to it because at the end of the day, she could still kick your ass. You know, right. you, you were frightened of her. You you don't you don't when Zena comes running in, you don't think, oh, how sexy. You think, shit, I'm going to die. Yeah. And... Yeah. She <laughs> may be a woman, but she's going to kick my ass. She's going to maybe kill me. I don't know. You know, I may not survive this 50-50 chance. You well, know, uh, Hercules. I mean, Hercules think... was like, you know, damn, I'm going to die, you know. <laughs> and, so, you know, that whole, you know, but, but it's a distraction. Okay. It was. It was yeah. a distraction. It, it was, they were trying to make him look like he was one of the dudes, you know. They were trying to yeah, do he, that. He's to, not. He is far. He's from not. Him. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sitting there going, oh, "What the hell?" So yeah. Okay. Speaking of sexual trafficking and things. 
Oh, I love I love that I love that side of Segway you just went through. You said we'd mention Smallville. <laughs> okay, this is where we get the Smallville. Okay, so the crap hit the fan in Mexico. Uh, Allison Max, number one in command, was arrested and mm. was sent to Texas um, to be charged. For mm-hmm. sexual trafficking, enslavement, you name so it. So many things. So, so many, many things. things. You name it. You Allison name it. Mack, on that list. How many months ago did we talk about this? Was it a few months back? It oh. was when all that, that sexual scandal yeah, and stuff but, came. Like November last year. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So yeah. uh, now we find out. Now they're saying, okay, so apparently, okay, Go back to, I think it was 2006, 2007. I can't be sure. I think it was 2007 because, you know, that was a horrible year anyway. Mm. For Smallville. Remember when Allison Mack and Kristen Kirk went to the fans and said, we're going to start up this, it might have been 2008, but I think it was 2007. I think it was before. It was 2007. Yeah. 2007 was... Yeah, that was a bad year. Yeah, they said, uh, we're starting this organization for college girls, females, Mm. women, to to, um, give them empowerment. Mm -hmm. They were already in NXIVM. Okay. Kristen apparently joined first and got Allison into the group. But it was... I mean, it. You're, it's like any kind of thing like that. When you first join in, you're not given the full-fledged, you know. It's like yeah. uh, it was a, like a self-help. And they, remember when there would be these interviews with Allison and she would talk this crap about, well, it's about art and, you know, yeah. discovering yourself. And basically yeah. their thesis was that you explore all your darkness so you could step out of it and improve yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently I she, remember got, that. she got stuck in the dark. So oh, She didn't just get stuck in the dark. She went down a, like well, a whirlwind rabbit know, hole of darkness. <laughs> so much like Chloe. You know how uh, overachiever Chloe was? Well, I was, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, you know... Kirsten brings her in, but overachiever Chloe has to be the number one. She has to yeah. prove herself. She has Somebody to be better died for her to be number one. Mm-hmm. They had cancer or something, if I remember right, with the reports months ago. So anyway, so, um, and according to reports, now they've, it's not just, because they have, like, groups within groups in this cult. Yes. Mm. And apparently Allison started one, and she brought in, quote-unquote, corporal punishment. Now, whether she's the one that started the branding or not, I don't know. But she per- certainly, because she had her own brand. Because mm. if you turned, uh, what's his name, Keith Ranieri, if you turn his, his, his brand, uh, like, 45 degrees, it says AM. Yep. So, yeah. 
So, yeah. Allison was in Mexico at the house, or I guess it was a condo, uh, when he was arrested, and she and three other women jumped in a car and chased the Mexican police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. um, I always knew Chloe was a bad one. Well, it's just, you know, some people are like, well, Chloe was good. I'm like, no. I said, do you remember? And they said, I don't remember that. And I said, well, that happened. And then remember, so 2007, 2008 would have been the season seven. Remember 2008, what we got? Oof. Power. Yep. Mm-hmm. Worst. Yeah, one of the two episodes I refused to, to watch. I, was, I haven't watched. I read the Wikipedia summary of it. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is all they talk about women empowerment. That was no more about women's empowerment than the moon being purple. <laughs> I was sitting there going, what? Where, do you, where is your head? And, you know, of course, she had to have, you know, she, she I don't watch the show, and I don't read comics. So that's why I had Lana and Clark kiss on top of the Daily Planet group. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. See, I haven't, I haven't watched that, so that I don't have that. Im- I haven't even seen it like on Tumblr. So that image I've never seen, so it doesn't exist to me. Well, when yes. I read about it, yeah. When I heard about it in the forum, I'm like, not watching this episode. Right. <laughs> So basically, right. it's you know, cult behavior, satanic, sexual abuse, you know, that kind of thing. Get power it's from, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they had to recruit people, or they would be punished. And then they mm-hmm. were sex slaves. And um, but you know, Chloe enjoyed it. You know, she loved it. Well, yeah, apparently, because you know, she was all about power. She excelled. Yeah, yeah, she excelled at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she got to bring in other actresses and stuff. You know, I guess Kristen quit about five or six years ago. Somebody said they remember on Twitter that Chris, both Kristen and Erica, took Mac off their Twitter Twitter feed. Blocked her. Yeah. Blocked her. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. On Facebook, on Instagram, everything. Yeah. Right. I think Kristen f- caught wind of it. I, she wasn't as high up as Allison was because the show ended in 2011. Yeah, I think Kristen, I'm going to give, even though she's Lana Lang and she probably was power hungry. Um, I don't know. I think, well, go ahead. I think I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she got in it to maybe make herself big. In Hollywood, you know, well, young actresses. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you know, are all about exploring their inner selves because then they project, uh, you know, stuff about a character. And more, blah, blah, blah. more than that, more than that, I think young actresses are drawn into evil things and bad things. But I think she got wind of what the hell this was, and she said, "Nah." Yeah. And she got out. Luckily for her. When well, she could. now this may sound yeah. petty, but I, I, it's Lana. It's Kristen. Well, I don't no, care. I'm not ahead. even. I, I'm not. You know, Kristen. I. You know, she made her choice. She left. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Didn't stay. Yeah. Kristen yeah. had boyfriend. 
True. Yeah. We never really heard about Mac boyfriends. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> but I think yeah. Mac swung both ways. I think her and Kelly were a little too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. I she always listen. I don't know whether it was the actress or it was the person. Chloe Allison always rubbed me up the wrong way. I was like, there's something not right with her. Now, I will add this to the case. Allison started out in acting at a very young age. True. And uh, most of those kids were abused. Or worse. Or worse. Well, when I mean abused, sexually abused. Yeah. So... And that puts, you know, and they do it on purpose to screw with their head. You know, it's mind control. And basically that's what this whole cult thing was, was mind control. Mm. When you read about it, it's just brain, it's the it's the fundamentals of, it is a cult. It's, it's, it's yes. brainwashing, it's stripping down a person to their bare minimum so that you can control them. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's just... Horrible. There. Yeah. I I I I dread looking at the Smallville tag now because everything is Smallville actress. And I'm like, why? She made that why? other show with the guy who thought he was a dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was some show on Fox, was it? That she was in that he thought he was what? a dog. Yeah, I. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> there's some things I'm like, really? That's what you got? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. This existed. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things that exist, unfortunately. So, Good Lord. <laughs> so I will give, you know, I, you know, Mac could have got, you know, abused when she was a kid. She didn't know. She'd been acting since she was a kid, I think. Pretty sure. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they do that, and, you know, they have multiple personalities after that and all this kind of stuff, and blah, 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 blah. You know, I... Yeah, Hollywood is a sick, sick, sick it's world. A sick, it's a cesspit, you know. Yeah. And there's a, there's a saying that I like using. It's from the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. I recently watched it. It's called, The Brighter the Picture, the Darker the Negative. No, and that's probably true. That's Hollywood in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all this is, I mean, there's going to be a purging, you know. This this is all coming out. And part of it could be because of the executive order that Trump uh, signed in December, which was if you're human trafficking or uh, corrupt, we get to seize your assets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently Nexium or whatever the hell they called it, um, apparently, I think yeah. I, gave, I definitely think they gave yeah, campaign people are being funds. sacrificed. Yeah, right. They gave campaign funds to Hillary. Mm. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I don't know. Um, the other thing is, and I'm not sure when the Dalai Lama. They wanted the Dalai Lama to come. There's these two daughters of the Seagram family who are financing this, like, by the tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
they wanted the Dalai Lama to come and and pay him a million dollars for showing up just to put a scarf on Keithy Boy. And remember in Smallville, I think it started in 2007, where they kept showing pictures of the Dalai Lama on Lois's desk. Remember uh, that? And how, I think one of them was, the first one was, Chloe was so jealous of it. What season would this have been? Like two, like six, seven? Seven, I think. Yeah, see, I didn't watch seven. Well, come on, you got to help me out here. So, I didn't watch that Dalai Lama on Lois's desk. I didn't watch season seven. Listen, I went online. I was six months behind. I went online. I read all the Smallville stuff. I see all the people crying about these episodes. I was like, I got no time for this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, skip season seven because I skipped season three and I caught up with Smallville. So I was like, right. I can catch up, you know. Well, uh, I've 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 watched. Like maybe two or three episodes from season seven. I watched Apocalypse. That was uh, Tom Welling's one, and right, probably Siren. That's, that's probably it. I don't know. Right, I just that was the only. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I remember distinctly. I didn't even buy the the Smallville box set because I said I don't want season three and I don't want season seven. So I went and bought individual. It cost me more. I went and bought individual packs. <laughs> I did get I did get the box set, but No. I okay. I said I I don't want that. <laughs> so the And that was me just reading about it. I I yeah. saw people y'all were having meltdowns. Oh well, yeah. So I was like I was like, like No, I'm stressed uh... with school. Yeah, I was stressed with school and stuff. I was like, No, no man, high school is enough, you know. Yeah, and then Smallville. I I saw people having like crazy meltdowns on online, you well, know, yeah. before Twitter was a thing, you it know. <laughs> so I was like, no, thank you. I still I still have not watched season seven. So yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, the scuttlebutt is is that the next to be arrested from Nexium is Allison. Yeah, it's a put put Chloe in jail. Put in, put in there. <laughs> so they should have done that in Smallville in season one, and it would have been well. No, so I'm much talking better. real life here. I'm just saying, if real life like Mars, did it just well, put did they get Chloe out of there? Why was Chloe even a thing? Hmm? Well, here's the thing: Chloe and Pete. Pete went to prison. Oh. Oh yeah, and here's yeah. and I'll add this, and Clark is now Kane, the first murderer on Lucifer. I saw that. What's yeah. that? Tell? I I watched Lucifer to see how they're gonna do this, and I was like, what? Why is he fighting the angels? He's submit. He should be on the side of the angels. Well, that's just it. I thought, oh, was he going against type? Well, I want to play a villain now. Yeah, well, yeah, second well. string villain because the real villain is the hero of the story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I was hoping for Gabriel or Michael or Raphael or somebody. 
Mm-hmm. Michael. I was hoping he was Michael. Ah, I was hoping he was Because, you know, Michael always has a red cape, and the man's kind of compared to Michael and he's most of the time. he's ass before. Hello. And, and Michael's supposed to be drop-dead gorgeous and handsome, you know? Right. I yep. was like, yeah, that's what I was expecting. And I was right. like, Kane? What? Kane? So that was, yeah, as soon as my son says, he's Kane, Mama. Crap. I'm not watching. So I haven't watched <sighs> like, any more of his scenes. Forget it. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I don't watch that. <laughs> so you I was know. like, you, you told me he's Kane, and I was like, oh man, they yeah, went that route. Oh man. man, the first murderer. Like, Why? Yeah, the, the the first guy who's ever been like evil, you know. Yeah, and, and what's like, Lucifer gonna do for him? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Cain is cursed to never die. Right. He's an immortal. And kind of. Lucifer's yeah, yeah kind of. He Mars feels pain. Man. Yeah, yeah. He feels pain and that sort of thing. But he can't die, so Lucifer's trying to kill him to oh. end his suffering. Oh. Mm. 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 Yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? I was like. Excuse me, but anybody who's read Job knows, (laughs) anybody who's read Job knows that Lucifer, Satan, Hashatan, was not allowed to kill Job. He can't can't kill him without God's permission. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he can't kill him without God's permission. (laughs) Exactly. So... So yeah. So is Lucifer going to be his lawyer? I mean, come on. I don't. It's it's it like make weird. Sense. Exactly. It's so weird. It's like Lucifer wants to get back at God, and I'm like, okay, all right. You know, you still can't kill him. <laughs> this is this is just going to end badly. Is Cain that stupid? I mean. Come on, he lived during Job's time. I would think he would have kept a record or something. Like, well, I couldn't tell Job. All you had to do was open the Bible and read it. Yeah. You know, you need a history lesson. It's there. Hello. So, yeah, I'm going. Okay, so Tom is now playing the first murderer, mm-hmm. and Allison is gonna go to jail for human trafficking. Smallville's just gone real dark all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa. Like, only Erica is keeping, knock on wood, keeping it alive. She plays a good doctor who saves people's lives continuously. Yeah. You go, Lois Lane. You go. But, you, but you know, since all this stuff's starting to come out, you know, I'm sitting there going, so basically, if you're on screen and you're an actor, you've got butt-fucked by the elite? Basically, I, you know, and, and every time people sort of, like, tweet out, oh, you know, why is Amy Adams never won an Oscar? And I'm like, because she's probably one of the good people who didn't bend down and do stuff. She right. got there and she earned her way there, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on good news. Yeah. On good news. Um, so Shazam is in full, full filming. Yes. And uh, 
We've seen the Shazam suit. I couldn't avoid it. Somebody oh, yeah. posted like this huge picture of it. I've I've been trying I've been trying to be good and wait for the official picture, but um, I don't care because enough. the director <laughs> yeah because the director said wait for the official picture is gonna be amazing, right? Well, and I'm like, dude, you, you're taking you're taking really long, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Uh, we'll take like, the pirate stuff until then. <laughs> and so. They filmed this really cool scene with all the children. Yeah. Um the 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 Marvel family but in the children form. Yeah. Uh where they're all in a scene and I don't know if it uh is the memorial scene or whatever but they're all wearing Superman shirts. Oh neat. Yeah, and I'm thinking okay, and apparently this guy who is filming Shazam and wrote Shazam. Right. Is a huge fan and also like a friend of Zack Snyder's. Well, there you go. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they've been right. talking about Henry showing up. And he can now Henry. without CGI. Henry, yeah. Henry finally shaved that facial hair off. Thank you, Henry. Thank you. Like, handsome Henry has returned. Back. Uh, thank you, Tom Cruise, for finally no, no, we're not thanking finishing Tom Cruise for nothing. For finally finishing your movie, dragged through the streets by his ankles. <laughs> oh, they'll break again. Well, there you go. You know him. You know him and his weak ankles. Well, that's what I said. Like, I was like, you know, drag him through the streets with his weak ankle. I don't care. You know, I don't know how Mission Impossible is going to be released. When's Memorial Day weekend? Uh, May? Yeah, last week of May. May? Uh, how is this movie going to... It just wrapped? How is it going to come out in May? I don't know. They'll probably call Josh Whedon and do reshoots. Uh, I don't... Oh, no. Don't ever say that. Hey, it's Paramount. Ever. He can still work at Paramount. Oh, J- Josh Whedon can just go die in a hole somewhere. I don't know. Um... He can take his brand of feminism and with him. Uh, oh, that's the other uh, thing. He was doing casting couch crap. Yeah, he was for for bad girl, and that's when they put a stop to it. Yeah. And you know, not to mention what all he did to the actresses in Buffy. Who knows what those poor actresses well, have gone through? Well, there was through. a. I mean, him and what's her name, Charisma Carpenter. He treated her like yeah, a that shit one. when she got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm hoping that maybe, but I am sort of sour if Superman shows the real Superman shows up in Shazam. Yep. Because I'll be like, you know, Lois isn't gonna show up there. We know that. Well, and I want Man of Steel um, too before he starts popping up in all these other movies. It should be like the yeah. comics, you know. Yeah, he's not the not the real guy in his own books, but oh. He popped up over here, and he has to be the real guy because that's the only it's one like they the know. It's like the New Fifty Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the New Fifty Two. It's like the New Fifty Two when you read Jonah Hex, or when you read Batman, right. or when you read whatever. Oh, this is Superman. But when you read Superman, Action Comics, and Justice League, you're like, who's this fool? Mm-hmm. And who's this fool? You know, <laughs> what happened to you, Superman, in Justice League? Um. 
So yeah, I'd be kind of sour if he shows up in Shazam. But I really, really hope Shazam does well because I want to support this movie because every turn I see the movie taking is just showing respect to Man of Steel and right. BVS. Right. And if the movie is doing that, I want to then show it the respect that it's showing my two favorite movies. Well, and who knows what's going to happen with Future Horror still running the show. You know what? Uh, That guy is, you know, you remember you told me about that movie where they would crook or they would fool the the, the, um, executives and tell them, oh, this watermelon plays a really vital part. Right, right. This guy, the director, right, of Shazam, is like a kid, okay? So they found the perfect match because he, apparently he posted a picture uh, of uh, tin cans of Coke Zero. And he says, I told the Warner Brothers executives this is very important to the plot of the movie. <laughs> and I'm sitting there I'm thinking, okay, dude. Okay. So, hello? Yeah, I had to put you on the mute for a second. Okay, okay. I was very worried. Don't worry, you're still here. Yeah, Yeah, but, yeah, that guy looks like he's just having a lot of fun on set. and And you should. Yes, and all the kids, they, like, have, like, pizza night every night. And... You know, they, 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 it looks like it's a family on set. Right. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson hasn't showed up yet to be Black Adam, and I'm kind of happy. I don't oh, need sorry. Black Adam. I just I just want a Shazam movie because that would be fun, you know? Right. I know you need the big bad. You need the fight at the end. And I think I'm pretty sure that's where Henry's going to show up is – if you remember, they had that comic and they had that animated movie, right. um, Superman and Shazam versus Black Lightning, right? Right. So I think that's what they're going to do. And, I mean, if they do that, me as a fan, I'll lose my, my I'll lose my hats, you know? Right. <laughs> Wee! Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of sour that if Superman shows up there, but at the same time, also not sour because... These people really like Zack Snyder. So. Now, isn't Henry redoing his contract? He is. Uh, I think he's doing Shazam to finish his current one. Okay. And then renegotiating his contract for more. But whether that includes the whether that includes the elusive Man of Steel too. I would think so. Because uh, he talked about know. they were still working on it. Whether he makes yes. the contract for it or not, I don't know. But Man of Steel 2 at this point in time is like a unicorn. I'll, I'll believe don't it when that. I see it. say that. It has to happen. <laughs> no, I'll believe it. I hope. I'm a believer. I believe in magic. I believe in, you know, all these stuff. I believe in unicorns. You know, I have never seen one, but I'll believe in them. There's a lot of things I but believe this- in that I have never seen, but that don't mean, you know. <laughs> But at this point in time, I think they're waiting for Suchihara to be out. I think... Well, they had a perfect the, opportunity uh, in March. 
I think what they're waiting for is to clean the slate. And you're going to see a lot of changes. I can feel the winds of change coming for DC. Right. I think Justice League, unfortunately, was the sacrifice that was needed uh, for them to understand that they need to get these executives out of the creative room and um, hopefully, hopefully it uh, changes. I always hope for the best. Well, I mean, you know, if they put something in Future Horror's contract that says you cannot micromanage these films, you cannot be firing directly. Yeah. (laughs) Idiot. Stay stay away from Superman. Go away. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I still believe there's a Man of Steel 2 coming out because Henry Cavill said there's a Man of Steel 2 right. coming out. When it happens, I don't know. Uh, Amy Adams said there's a Man of Steel 2 coming out. She's right. seen the script for it. Where? You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's seen Zack Snyder's script. But that Snyder's was when Zack was involved, wasn't it? Yeah, I think she's seen Zack Snyder's script. And I think we're still going to get that movie. But they're waiting for people's dirty fingers to be out of the pot before they make it. Because they don't want somebody who doesn't understand this character to be involved in this. Well, Suit Your Heart just needs to run the business and not be try to stick his fingers in the creative process. Yeah, go be a CEO, handle the finances and all that crap. You know, don't don't worry about your bonus. Let the creative people make well, he things blew that fans bonus. want to watch. He blew yeah. his bonus. He blew bonuses for everybody because he stuck his nose in. Mm, where it doesn't belong. Yeah. And then, so what's he do? Oh, Diane Nelson's going on an extended <laughs> leave of absence. I would say poor Diane Nelson, but no. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, she don't know what Action Comics number one is. <laughs> and her duties are going to be spread across, I don't know what, four people? Yes. And her, and, uh, I don't know, you know, she we can just stay wherever she's going to get lost. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, it's the, for the comic world, they really need to hire somebody who knows publishing, who knows, of all media. At least at least Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Right. Or if if you don't know about Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, at least be li- willing to listen to the people who do. Yeah, borrow Diane's tapes that, you know, or MP4s or whatever that Jeff sat down and said, now, Superman is from Krypton and he... <laughs> This is Action Comics number one, 1938. This is the first comic ever released. You can just see Jeff starting off like that. You know, I don't know what she did for Jeff, but, I mean, she could be a nice person, but I don't, yeah, I, and she obviously knew the mechanism within Warner Brothers. But she doesn't know comics. Yeah. 
Yes, from what I've heard, is that she's a very nice person. Right. I don't Gal Gadot would... has said it. Okay. Yeah, Gal Gadot has said it. Patty Jenkins has said it. Jeff Johns has said it. You know, very right. nice person. But being a nice person, yeah, it doesn't mean she knows who Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman are. And I think that is her problem: is that she didn't, she doesn't know what she's trying right. to market. Yeah. Well, when the New Fifty Two happened, I thought Jim Lee has taken her aside and talked to her. So she really did Jim Lee that. swindled her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how the New Fifty Two happened. Well, you know, yep. these characters, they need to be refurbished every once in a while. And let's just shake it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely. Include mm-hmm. my wild storm into the Justice League. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, is this, is this popular? He's like, yeah, we even had an animated series for episodes this long. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell her that part. We didn't tell her that part. <laughs> Okay. I need to know the schematics. <laughs> was there any other news that came out this week? Um, that was a big buffer week, I tell you. That was a big, yeah. That I said two pages worth of news. Um, yeah, no, just I'm excited about what Henry Cavill's doing because I think it's something Superman related. Ah. I just have a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, my feelings, my feelings were three years of the New 52 running. I'm pretty sure it's going to end now, Holly. (laughs) Can't get any worse. Can't get any worse. Next week, I didn't think they'd stoop this low, but I'm pretty sure it's going to end now, Holly. (laughs) I'm sitting there going, it ain't over till it's over. Lenny Kravitz like, said. Yeah, I like, don't worry, Holly. Any second now, any week now, we're going to get an announcement that yep. DC was wrong. It eventually came. Yep. <laughs> but I was like, oh, it, it finally came. Oh, what happened? What happened? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I think people just need to understand with Warner Brothers, and especially DC, they work very slowly. Just How long was Jeff Johns turning that wagon around for us to do? He got stuck there a few times. I mean, Superwoman was pregnant with a packard derm for what? Over two years. More like three. More like three. Oh, more like three. More like okay. three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> see, I think Jeff knows that he's not a business person. Mm. You know, he's a creative person. He knows these characters, blah, 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 right? But when yeah. it comes to the day-to-day of running a business, he's like, ah, nah, I'm not interested in that. Jim Lee thinks he's a business person. Jim Lee thinks he's everything, and he's not. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching. They brought out this thing on DC All Access called archive videos. Oi, 
I what the first one I watched, uh, the first one that popped up was Superman Unchained. I'm like, oh, I liked Superman Unchained. Let me watch this. It was okay. I went. So we had. I liked Superman. Yeah, no, but I I liked it. Right, it's a good story. Right. Um. And then the first thing I see is Jim Lee with that effing foam statue on his desk. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh God, okay, just get me through the like. Let me see what this video is about. I the video ten minutes long. I lasted thirty eight seconds. Uh, before I was like, I can't take this foam man. Statue. No, stop. Well, that was the whole and period. Do you think a cover with Lois on it would sell? Yes, Jim. Sells very well. Um, yeah, this video was, and this is summarizes Jim Lee's character, is Scott Snyder's talking to him about plot, and literally he just overrides Scott, whatever he's saying, anything. But you know what would look good, Scott? You know what would look good? This would look good. And then we can just blow it out into two pages. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he considers himself a storyteller because of that. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. What Scott wants to do in a couple of panels, he wants to blow it out into two pages. You know what will look good, Scott? You know what will look good? And you can just see Scott Snyder's, like, holding on to all patience. I think that was... Yeah, I think that's where he descended into madness and chaos and just, you can write him off. Like, his last good thing was Superman Unchained. Yeah. And then you write him off. I think they took him to Bohemian Grove for lunch after that. I think so, yeah. yeah. Jim Lee's like, let's go celebrate Superman Unchained. Finally getting done, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And Scott's like, okay, I can do lunch. And they sacrificed his soul. Yeah, pretty much. So, and now he's going to be writing Justice League. <laughs> yeah, and he's calling it No Justice. And I'm like, Oof, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading Justice League anyway, so I just won't right. read it. <laughs> just won't read it anymore. Don't just kill Superman uh, off every freaking issue or have him eat Lois Lane again. Well, uh, you know, he, he needs to cook Lois in all the different styles, make sashimi make, uh, you know, barbecue Lois, I don't know. Um, refried Lois. Yeah. Refried Lois, yeah. Deep fried Lois. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll read Francis Manipal's version of um, what's it? He's doing the Superman version of Justice League. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I don't know if he's writing it, I don't know if he's drawing it, but I know Scott Snyder's not involved with that, so I'm like, I'll read that. Um, did you see where Jalen no longer is with the DC Access? Who? Oh, oh yeah. that, that guy. Apparently, when it, you know he, they were negotiating his contract, he there wasn't. He asked for a couple things that you know would never you know be a big deal. They said no, mm-hmm. so he's out. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, he didn't know his stuff. He didn't know his stuff anyway. He didn't know his stuff anyway. I used to correct him in every single video. I did too. Yeah, he was talking about early Superman and something about, and I go, excuse me, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
I used to correct him on almost every single DC All Access video. I was like, got this wrong. Got this wrong. Can I have this guy's job? Because I'm better. <laughs> I don't have to research well, it. And I know it. <laughs> girlfriend, whatever, she doesn't like Lois. I think she's more of a Marvel chick. She's more of a one woman chick. So she oh, okay. likes, she thinks, she's the, it's that brainwashing of women are only useful if they have powers oh. in a comic book. Well, Lois and, has powers. Far beyond those yeah. of mortal men. Yeah, it's called the brain. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't like Iris West on the TV show. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, and How I'm like, Iris like West. Boy? Yeah, I'm like, Iris West is the best thing about that TV show. And and she she literally went off on a rampage about why they're giving Iris more screen time because that's what they did now with this new season, which I really love. Mm-hmm. Is Iris is the leader of this team. She's the brains of the outfit. And I'm like, this is so ingenious, right? Because she's in on the secret. She's married to Barry. Uh, Fair enough, they had to share their wedding with Felicity. Uh, I will never get over that. But not only that, not only is she a reporter, an investigative journalist, she is the head, the brains of the the team Flash, and it just it's like a perfect fit. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now are we done with news? Yes. Okay. So last week. Um. Last week in the comic book. Yeah. <laughs> we got Superman number forty-three. You want to take us through that? I will. Okay, so it says Bizarro Verse, and we have a cover of Superman and John, and it's being ripped open by Boyzaro. Then we have a huge advert for Action Comics 1000. Yay! I love how Dan Juggins is just doing his own stories. Everybody else has a writer and an artist, a writer and an artist, and Dan Jurgens just doing his Superman thing. Yeah. Well, he didn't write this. No, no, no. I'm, I was talking about the advert for Action Comics 1000. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a bunch of people yeah. on 1000. Yeah, like, and good people, minus Scott Snyder. Why is Scott Snyder on there? I don't know. Maybe they're going to do a horror version. I don't know. Maybe to man for 1,080 years, he's going to eat Lois. I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll sell his soul to the devil. Don't know. Maybe the devil will come steal all his soul again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, that would take so, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back in Hamilton County where we left um, Blondie 2.0 and... <laughs> Kathy anymore. Sorry. Um, she's Obviously. a Lana plus. Yeah, she's Lana plus Chloe. I don't like her. Obviously, um, you're calling her Blondie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> we find out who Superman and Lois's secret informant is, and this is uh, nobody. Um, she's Maya, who's a creation of uh, Patrick Gleason. Okay. Um, and he he modeled her on, I think, his daughter. Oh, okay. Because she's kind of like, yeah. His daughter, his niece, I wasn't too sure. Uh, who who he modeled her on, but he that's why he loves using her in the stories and stuff. So. Oh, okay. And so we find out Farm Blondie Kathy here has uh, freaky freaky brain powers, <clears throat> and gee, I'm so shocked. And so she and Annabelle. she and no, yeah. <laughs> um, so Maya called her um. A psycho, and I'm like, eh, yep. Got that right. And and she, her name is Beacon, and I'm like, oh, like Watchtower. Oh, yeah. shut up! Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> Watch out, Maya! She'll be branding your ass soon. <laughs> yeah, she got. She's on the farm, you know. She got something there to brand up, and uh, so she she's like, uh, you know, it's just us girls now. And I'm like, oh. Okay, okay. All right. Um and so nobody spies on John when he goes to the farm to keep well not spy keeps tabs on him to make sure everything's okay. Right. And reports back and reports back to Superman and Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. And so then we, we have the Kazoom Gaboom thing, you know, because Beacon was fiddling around with portal breaches and dimensions and all those sorts of things. Yeah. And uh, we see Boy Zaro coming out. Um, Then we have Superman narration boxes and he says, should I check on John? Because we see there's a storm brewing in Metropolis and Lois says, we've been been hunted on Apocalypse Cock. I think he'll survive a storm in his from his bedroom, and so we see Lois and Clark are cuddling on the couch. Uh, yeah, Lois is opening every single panel. I noticed and I checked and I went and rechecked. She opens one more button of Clark's shirt, and I'm like, okay, Patrick uh, This is more my my Lois, and so he says, "Yep, yep." And he says, you still you still want to binge watch these scary shows? And she says, I like the nostalgia. <laughs> he says, and I like to laugh. How about some classic TV, Andy Griffith or The Honeymooners? Please, Clarky. says, to the moon, Clark. This is very funny. She says, if I want to see if they actually show a monster in this season. And then Clark tells her, remember when monsters were just in a day's work? Now it all feels more risky. Yeah. And Lois says, superhero, husband, either way, you're the same man I chose to share my life with. He says, you could have had anyone. She says, and you could have married Wonder Woman. He says, Diana doesn't have a Pulitzer. You, you I like this line. Burn, baby, burn. I like this line other than the, the obvious burn at the foreman's. Right. Um, it shows in a very subtle way why Clark loves Lois. Right. And that's her brain, 
her her special powers, which is her investigative, journalistic right. integrity, and all those sorts of things. I'm not saying Diana isn't a swell girl and all those sorts of things, but she's no Lois Lane, right? And they don't have to compete with each other. They don't have to do that. Um, they're both strong women in their own planes. So now, now I like wait this a line. So remember when Tomasi was writing, what the hell was that? Superman? The foe man. Yes, the foe man. He, he tried to make Diana man. a reporter. He did, he did, yes. And and I remember he tweeted out, it would never work. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. What's your next case? Uh, I think, I honestly think, uh, especially when you look at what uh, Tomasi is doing now, uh-huh. and what he tweets and what he, you know, posts and those sorts of things, I seriously think the formance was mandates from him, uh, from editorial. Oh yeah, and they were like, "You have to, you have to do A, B, and C in this thing." And he probably said, "This is not gonna work." And said, they said, "Make Wonder Woman into Lois." Yeah, and he's like, oh, "How? <laughs> like how, dude? How must so I make her write stories? <laughs> like must I make her write start? You know, she she that's not what Wonder Woman does." <laughs> so I think this is a bit of a hit against the foments, but I also right. think it's a bit of them telling people subtly why Superman likes laws. We know why he and likes so then, laws. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we don't need clarification. We know. And then she's like, and don't you forget it, mister. That's a very lowest lean thing to do. Yeah. And notice um, he doesn't say, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm itchy. Ooh. <laughs> Death is empty. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, oh God. God. Who ever lived that down? <laughs> I'm itchy. <laughs> What's that like? It's itchy, ma'am. <laughs> I will never. Oh, I'm misting up my glasses because I'm laughing so hard. <clears throat> so then he says, if you ask me, moms deserve awards too. Yes, Clark. Yes, they do. Thank you. And she says, we're not all, we're not in it for the glory. I wasn't raised to be Mark Kent, you know. He says, that makes what you do even more amazing to me. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I think this is my favorite part of the comic. The rest I'll just skip over. (laughs) (laughs) And and she says, you sound like your pa. He says, he told me once that he didn't trust himself as much as Ma did. But that just made him try harder for her. He was right. And that's why our family works too. Because I trust you, Clark Kent. He says, now that is scary. She says, shut up and push play, you big lug. Says anything new from nobody? She says, not since dinner. Hope Kathy isn't getting the storm up there in Hamilton. And there's a huge crash of uh, lightning. And there's a yes, <laughs> John's room. She says, 
What was that, John? He said, um, nothing. Oh, gosh. That's the worst line any child can ever say. Well, then the mom's radar goes off. Then your parents know, especially your mother knows. Something's not right. (laughs) He's bullshitting us. And he's like, well, um, I'm fine. And then Clark says, hmm, think I should x-ray? And she says, only power I want to see is heat vision, popping more popcorn. And that hand is opening more buttons on his shirt. And he's like, yes, ma'am. I see that's a sexy yes, ma'am. <laughs> Not the yes, itchy ma'am. one. <laughs> Not the itchy kind. <laughs> yeah. And so... Okay, John is like, that's, that's not happening. Bizarro. Boy Zaro is eating all his toys. Okay. And, yeah, okay, I'm going to have to translate Bizarro here. Uh, God, help us all. I'm, I'm going to try. Okay, so basically they have a conversation and Boy Zaro is like, he doesn't like his dad. And John asks him, you know, why? And he's like, dad, good to boy, which means he's not very kind to him. And so John explains to him that he's sorry. And he says, you know what? We're opposites, but we're the same. And he says, you can be good. I mean, bad. (laughs) And so he shows Boizaro in the mirror that his S is the right way around. And he says, right, same. And he traces his um, S on his shirt. But then unfortunately he sees Clark's reflection in the mirror and he sees it upside down and he thinks it's his father and then he attacks. And then Clark is like... That's enough, young man. And, you know, he's biting Clark and he's scratching Clark and he's kicking. And and Clark's like, you need to go back home. And then John is like, wait, Dad, you know, I need to explain. And, um, you know, he explains to his father that... um, Okay, wait, I have to translate these opposites. My goodness. There's a lot of good and bad and bad and good. Anyway, so there's a helicopter that gets shut down, some medical airlift, and boy Zaro, you know, picks up an IV and he tries to give it to them. And he says, me am not help like Superboy's dad. Me am same, which means he's trying to help. And he says, same, huh? And John tells him, I taught him that. And he says, maybe there is hope. He says, you did a bad job, boy, Zaro. My favorite entrance was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you did a bad job. And he's like, yes! Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. And so basically we find out that I think Bizarro is abusing his son. Kind of sad. Well, and is he? Because if it's the opposite, no, he says his his father is very good to him, okay. which means his father's very bad. Using him. him, okay. Yeah, and 
you know, Bizarro doesn't work the same. So when he could be hitting, you know, Boyzaro, he may be thinking of it as affection. So we don't know how it works. It's all very confusing. Um, but Boyzaro sees the relationship between Superman and John, and he wants something like that. So next we have the entrance of Damien Bizarro. Who, Lovely. And, yeah, Damien's Rob already Zaro. a Bizarro. Yeah, Rob Zaro, and he's like some sort of Shakespearean character. He's like, huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> huzzah! And he talks it like, tis not I, an unfaithful steed, tiny. I am not at your service, fair maidens. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Well, Emery's not dead. Somewhere. And so, yeah, he's Shakespearean opposite, which is like, we, you well, know. Yeah, because Damien's like Mr. Roboto, you know, Mr. Yeah. Roboto. And now he's like talking lyrical. Yeah, and he's now like like Edwardian talking, you know. <laughs> uh, come here, old chum. Let us gather in this moonlit night. And I'm like, okay, all right. Um, so they're the the the, the Zara boys, right? Uh, and he came to find his best friend, Bizarro, mm-hmm. boy Zaro, uh, and he hugs him when he finds him. And he says, you know, and then basically they all go back home. <laughs> and when they get there, um, B- Bizarro Lois is attracted to Superman. Uh, I, f- I found the scene quite funny. I, I was laughing for a very long time <laughs> at this. And so. Well, he did save her. He does save her. He does save her in New 52. And he's uh, very polite to her now. And she's not used to that because as we saw in the introduction, uh, Bizarro basically throws a tree at her and stuff. Um, So, yeah. I love you, Lois. I hate you, Lois. Yeah. I hate you, Lois. And she's like, lazy husband, leave me not all alone. You am not new and better bizarro for Lois, no? And he says, now, if we could just... And she's got her finger tracing the S, and she's like, just... And then she whispers something in his ear, and he's like, ma'am. <laughs> oh, she's being bad, is she? Uh, and then Bizarro comes in, and he's like, what you not doing with Bizarro wife? And boy... <laughs> And, you know, he then, Bizarro starts shouting at him, and Boyzaro explains that he doesn't want to be bad, he wants to be good. Okay, he doesn't want to be good, he wants to be bad. Right. (laughs) Right, and, you know, there's a fight that breaks out, and Superman's like, no, 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 and he punches him to the moon. And... He then tells Boyzaro that, you know, go and check on your mother, um, check if she's okay, uh, 
And he says, we adults need to talk. And so he's going to um, talk to Bizarro. But then we see, dun, 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 something's happening to Hetra, the opposite of Earth, the square cube. Uh, so then we see a Lex Luthor, but opposite the box. So the L is the other way around. And they're changing the world from a square into a sphere. And then we see it's the Legion of Doom, but it's the Legion of Fun. So there you go. The Legion of Fun. And There's they, no Joker. They, uh, the, the Legion of Doom didn't traditionally have a Joker. Okay. Yeah. From what I remember, they they didn't have a Joker. But mm-hmm. hey, who knows? This is a this is a bizarre world, so who knows? Right. Um and they've captured the justice or the injustice league, I don't know what you'd call it. The, the bizarre not ju- league. Not justice league. But not Justice League. The, you know what we would call this? The Justice League, as in Joss yeah, Whedon. The Justice League. <laughs> the Joss Itchy League. The Joss Itchy League. <laughs> True. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? He wasn't there thinking. There was some little... He wasn't thinking. There were some little gems in this book. It It's fun if... You know, you just want to read it, and and it's it's not serious and that sort of thing, uh, which is good to have mm-hmm. a Superman book that isn't serious. Yep. Mhm. So we're going to be keeping getting Superman until Action One Thousand, and then does it go on hiatus? Action sort of goes on hiatus. We're only getting one action comics in April. And that's the 1,000. That's 1,000. And then every week we're getting um, something Steel. different. Man of Steel. Yeah. But and that's in May. What about that's Superman? No, no. Superman's not going on hiatus. Okay. Um, Superman is going to finish off. It's going to round off. Uh and uh, then they're going to release a Superman special and an action comic special at the end of April. Mm-hmm. And then in May, every week in May, we get Man of Steel. Ah. Until June. Yeah, and then in June, we'll start with Action Comics 1001 and Superman. One. Is, renum- is renumbering to one. Yeah. How many issues does Superman really have after all the renumbering? So many. I think it's somewhere in the 900s. Yeah. So, yeah. It only came because out it started, a year after. Yeah, it started yeah. one year after Action Comics. So right. it has to be somewhere in the 950 or something. Yeah. Okay. So, still waiting for... Okay, Action 1000 has Brian Michael Bendis, Jim Lee, Jeff Johns, Richard Donner, <laughs> all, Olivier, 
because that's not Oliver. Olivier Coipel, Paul Denny, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, you. Mhm. Tom King and Clay yeah, Hand. Yeah, this is this is the teams. Yeah. yeah, they got them separated. Yeah. Brad Meltzer and John Cassidy, Luis Simonson and Jerry Ordway. Woo woo! Yay! Woo. Scott Snyder and Tim Sale. <laughs> Tim Sale knows. Yay! Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yay. Yay. Peter J., Tomasi, and Patrick Gleason. Yay. Now, here's a real team. Marv Wolfman and Kurt Swan. I didn't know Kurt Swan was still alive. You know what? I thought the exact same thing. I was like, whoa, that's Swan's alive. he's not. He's not. Marv took drawings from Kurt. And wrote a story to him, if I remember right. Oh, yes, they found um, yeah. in the archives, and Marv Wolfman said he'd finish it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then just Dan Juggins. And then Dan Juggins is his entire team. Yeah, he he's just drawing, inking everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I like, yeah, minus. Scott Snyder and Jim Lee um, actually like the lineup for yeah. Action Comics Month. I'm very excited about it, yeah. But unfortunately, Bendis is strapped with Lee. Yeah, unfortunately. You know what Bendis said? It was very funny. He was at WonderCon, mm-hmm. and uh, they told... And, yeah, oh, WonderCon. I forgot to mention this. Uh, yeah. At WonderCon... I need to bring it up because I don't want to misquote the man. Jim Lee opened his big yap. Let's see what he said. Oh, that's um, right. Wasn't there, like, Freddy Krueger on that panel? Yeah, sort of. Uh, Freddy Krueger wasn't at this panel. This was okay. the Superman panel. Okay. The Action the action Comics 1000 panel. Oh, okay. Um, Thank God. Yeah. So, uh... Somebody asked, you know, what do you think Superman will look like in 80 years? And, uh, oh, Jason Fabric, who's also working on Action Comics 1000. Um, oh, he Jim, said, we can't finish anything. Probably Jason Fabric's going to go and finish his art. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he says, who knows? He might have trunks, won't have trunks. Uh, Marv Wilson says, uh, like the Greek god, Superman will look the same. And Dan Juggins says, he's a great design, and I hope he stays that way. Um, saying that the trunks also let you incorporate and highlight the yellow belt, which is essential to Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, some other artists also agreed, Rapmund and Sinclair. And then Jim Lee pipes up and says, he hopes Superman will still be with Lois. What? He said, yeah, listen to this, listen to this. He said, he was struck by something Frank Miller said, and it changed his outlook on the entire dynamic. He says, saying that Lois was the bravest character in the DCEU, and she would throw herself, or DCU, sorry, who would throw herself off a waterfall to discover Superman's identity, or to operate without powers to fight for truth and justice. He's got a completely different outlook on Lois. I'm like, oh, it 
only took Frank Miller saying that Lois is brave. Yeah, and Frank Miller was saying that about the original Superman movie, or Superman 2. Yeah, Superman 2, Superman 2, yeah. Jim Lee never saw Superman 2? Listen, I don't know uh, (laughs) what Jim Lee has seen or not. Now, I went back. Right, and I don't go to Newsarama because they don't report the full thing. I went to CBR and yeah. I checked the transcript of what happened because I was right. like, right, I was just, I was laughing, like I was either gonna go insane or something. I don't know. And so the way it started out was somebody asked a question about Lois, and mm-hmm. Brian Michael do. Bendis, yeah, Brian Michael Bendis piped up and he said. Before, they didn't even ask him the question. He answered, right? He was like, Lois is one of the best characters. He said he went back to the golden age and rediscovered what made her so good and so popular. And he said, it's her bravery. It's that she is, like they say, tenacious, intrepid, all those things. But he says, in this world, in this world of superhumans, she's the bravest of them all. And that's what makes Lois stand out, is that she doesn't stop. Right. Nothing gets in her way of the fight, right? Mm-hmm. She will prove truth, and she always fights for truth and justice. Mm-hmm. And he says, she does it before Superman does it, before Batman does it, before Wonder Woman does it. Lois is the first person fighting for truth and justice. Right. And I'm like... Oh, okay. You go, Bendis. I'm like, Bendis, you go, I'm buying your book. (laughs) Yeah, I'm buying your book. I'll buy five of them, damn it. And for some odd reason, Frank Miller pipes up and he's like, oh, yeah, remember when she jumped out the window? And I'm like, what window? What window are you talking about, you madman? Apparently, Freddy Krueger changed Jim Lee's mind on Lois. And now he has this, like, completely different outlook. Like, oh, Lois is an essential character. and things. He was walking around WonderCon saying things like this now, like, did, did they give him drugs? It is California. Well, you got to remember that Jim Lee had the opinion that Superman and Wonder Woman should be together because he was so enamored of Frank Miller's Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And he also drew Batman and Robin. Yep. And where he just randomly made them kiss. Yep. Yeah. So you know, whatever Frank Miller said, apparently he's some kind of Bengali for Jim Lee. Oh yeah, now I like Lois because Frank Miller said so. Yeah, I, I was like, this. I was like, well, at least that happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's a positive... Out. I'm, I was angry. I was like, we don't need you, Jim Lee, to say that Lois and Clark are going to be together in 80 years from now, you know. Um, so Grant Morrison already said centuries from now they would be together. So he'd be a, a, million, a million, million years from now, yeah. So... So 80-nothing. Yeah. You know... Grant and as far as I'm he's the only idiot that separated them. True, <laughs> very true. 
So as far as I'm concerned, Jim Lee, you piping up and saying and talking about Lois is like, you, you know, inconsequential to me. Right. Uh, but I am, I take, you know, the silver linings, me, that's me. Uh, and I'm like, okay, at least he likes Lois now. And he wants to see Lois and Superman together in eight years' time. I'm like, well, okay. you got to take this in consideration. He's letting Frank Miller write his Superman story, correct? Yes, that's the only thing I'm yeah. like. And he wants that uh, book to sell. After 30 years of Frank Miller saying Superman sucks, Batman's better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, how much research has Frank Miller done if he thinks Lois Lane jumped out of a window to prove he was Superman? Apparently none. Hmm? Absolutely zilch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to get so, Ramita to draw it. Yeah, I was, I was looking at this and I'm like, so this wasn't, you know, because I remember seeing it at San Diego Comic-Con and, um, you know, California time is like 12 hours behind me. Right. I was sleepy. I said, I dreamt this up in a nightmare. It's not really happening. And I <laughs> shelved it away in my brain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, WonderCon comes out. And somebody sends me the link to, um, what was it, the the DC roundup of the Superman panel. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. John Romita Jr.? On what? You know? <laughs> What's Superman year one or whatever it's called? I don't know. I'm like, what's this? What's this nonsense? Frank Muller's writing it? This isn't a Superman book. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. So, anyway. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll be buying that. So, Jim Lee can... Oh, I really love Lois now because of Frank Miller. Well, you... Mm. Yeah. It's not like he liked Wonder Woman anyway. No, he... he... I'm the only character I think he likes is Batman, if that. Yeah. Because he doesn't really like Batman. No. But, you know, he sells. Batman sells. So. Yeah. I mean, you could turn Batman into a horror character like Scott Snyder did, and he'll still sell. People might well, bemoan the fact that, oh, he's not a detective anymore. Yeah. How much you want to make a bet Scott Snyder's not going to make him a detective? Oh, 100%. I was reading There's No Justice thing, Justice League. And it's like, why are we going backwards, you know? Right. It's, it's Tom King has done so so much groundwork, so much hard work. Right. And thank goodness he's he's still writing Batman. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. in it for the long haul. Yeah. Thank God. And yeah, uh, I'm like, you know, why, why, why are we going backwards with Batman? Why are we going backwards with the Justice League? 
makes well, no sense. I mean, you know, really, after death metal? I mean, seriously. Yeah, and, and the whole tagline of no justice is all the events from dark metal. I'm like, well, I didn't read dark metal, so then. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. So, yeah. Speaking of Batman. <laughs> Speaking of Batman. The best book. Okay, so <clears throat> this one's Everyone Loves Ivy Part 3. Mm-hmm. Bruce is speaking to Harley, but then, like everybody else, Ivy speaks through Harley. So basically, yep. he's speaking to Ivy. So it was a war, is the narrative box. Bruce says, "You may, you have so much heroes, villains, weapons. If I fight you with what little I have, I lose that war." And Harley Ivy says, obviously. Narrative box. Lots of people get hurt in war. So, Soups is there. The Chinese Soups is there. Supergirl is there. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And the narrative box says, and I think this is Catwoman. She says, and I'm sorry for it, Pam, I am. So, Bruce says, but the thing is, Pam, and we both should have learned this in the War of Jokes and Riddles, some wars just shouldn't be fought. And then Kat says, but you're one of those people. You got hurt. Okay, so basically Ivy thinks she killed these guys during the Jokes and Riddle War. And um, and so she's trying to talk Ivy into giving up all these people because she's, you know, mesmerized everybody. Mm-hmm. And so Ivy says, so I'm weak. A poor little girl lured into a trap. And Kat says, you were young. You did what you could. That's not weak. That's just life. And Ivy says, I killed five men. I wore the Riddler's signet on my arm. I fought for the Riddler as his army killed scores more. How young was I? And Kat says, too young. She says, you don't understand anything. I didn't know. What you've been through. Okay, so then Kat responds, I don't know what you've been through, Pam. I've been through... Been through. Sometimes I think been it's through. The, uh, the only thing I understand. So Bruce is trying... So Bruce is talking to Pam in one direction through Harley and all the other people in the room. And then Kat is talking to her face-to-face. And so Bruce says, you need help. We're going to help you. And then I, uh, Ivy says, I'm saving the world. He says, you're trying to do good, but you're going, you're doing it the wrong way. And I know it's not because you want to hurt anyone. It's because you're hurt. And then Soups pipes up, and that's really Ivy, says, hurt. Mm-hmm. What could you possibly know about hurt? The earth is hurt. The people are hurt. I'm fine. Okay. And so Bruce says, you're not fine. We see Ivy in the woods with cat he says you're alone or you think you are but i'm here to tell you that's not true i swear other people have done this pam other people have come back from it and they're ready to help you to show you how to come back great fantastic she responds i'm hurt i'm alone and you two heroes are going to help me 
Batman and his Catwoman. The same Batman I've been fighting for years. The same Catwoman who didn't serve when I did. And Cat responds, no, not Batman and not me. And so Bruce looks at Clark, Ivy, and says, Harley. And Harley, Ivy says, what are you talking about? I am Harley. I am most everybody. And Bruce says, starts to get out of the bed and says, you are most everybody, but that doesn't mean you're Harley, because Harley isn't most everybody. And she responds, you. You sound just like someone who recently suffered a grave head injury. Imagine that. (laughs) And he says, before Kat, I wouldn't have understood. But now everyone else, you could live with them losing their everything. But you and Harley, no, not her. And she responds, Harley and I, you don't know. Harley and I are... He says, yes, you and Harley, you very much are. So then we're back yeah, to... Yeah, he, he, he does a thing with his fingers. Yeah, like... He crosses together. Them. Together. So Kat responds in the woods with Ivy, says, you seem distracted. And Bruce says, everyone else is buried deep. And Ivy says, I have to run the entire world and deal with you and your Batman. Am I... Am I not supposed to be distracted? But Harley, I bet you're right at the surface. So he's talking to Harley body. And then Kat Mm -hmm. says, no, you're supposed to be distracted. That's the plan. And and Ivy goes, plan, what? What plan? And that's when Kat smacks her one and says, this one. And now that that's done, Bat gets his 14 seconds to wake up Harley. And I get 15 seconds to wake you up. Or else planes will start falling out of the sky. <laughs> Come on, girl. Come on. And so yeah, and we got and we got no Superman to go save them planes. Right. <laughs> and so Bruce is yelling at Harley, and Clark going, Ugh! and <laughs> Bruce is going, Harley, damn it! And then Cat says, Ivy, Ivy, and then Bruce goes, Harley, and then Supergirl goes. Ugh! And Bruce goes, please, please. And Kat says, wake up, Ivy. You want to save the world? Here's your damn chance. And so then Chinese Superman goes, and then Bruce goes, come on, Harley, for Ivy. And then Harley goes, and then Ivy goes, Harley? And so then Bruce grabs Harley before she hits the floor and says, we're leaving. And so then Ivy is in Kat's arms, and she goes, what? What happened? And Kat says, I'm guessing he probably did it. He freed her. She, he, he can't. Keep your eyes closed, rest, he tells Harley, and don't worry. And Ivy says, I control the world. It's impossible. And Kat goes, no, Pam, not impossible. Batman. So Bat jumps out the window with Harley in his arms. He's got a head injury, and he lands on top of the Batmobile, of course. And then he gets dressed somehow. And he says, Harley, just talk. Superman will hear. Tell Ivy you want to meet with her in person. And so he takes off with Superman standing behind his dust. And Bruce says, no, no, no. Superman booms. uh, So uh, he breaks the sound barrier, and he stops in front of. Batman's car before he can speed off. Okay. And he, she, he goes, now. She goes, what? Who? 
oh, you. He goes, yeah, me. And so we got the whole three super people in front of the car. And then Harley in the woods with Batman and Catwoman and Ivy. And Harley says, Batman changed in the car. Batman has a machine that puts his pants on in the car. Batman's crazy. <laughs> he says, and I know crazy. And Ivy goes, Harley? She goes, hey, sweetie, how you doing? She goes, I'm fine. I'm saving the world. She goes, no, darling, how are you doing? And she goes, I, so that Harley takes her hand. And he says, she says, it's, I don't, she goes, oh, Harleen. And Harley grabs her face and says, I know. And they hug, and she says, they just, they just keep saying I'm hurt, but I don't want to. And Harley goes, okay, sweetie. And she kisses her cheek. She says, you can be hurt. It's okay, but I'm here now, so be hurt with me. And she, they hug, and she says, Harleen. And then Batman says, Ivy, you need to release everyone, please. And she says, I can't. I I have to be, I have to make it better. And Cat says, Ivy, those men aren't coming back. They're dead. You killed them. Fine. They died in the park. They stay in the park. But you walked out. You left the damn park. And so Batman says, men in the park? Wait, Ivy, didn't didn't kill those men? Riddler did. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> he shot the mirror. I pulled them down. I examined them. There's not a drop of blood anywhere. Bullet holes, bullets traced back to his gun. From the blood flow, they've been hanging for a half hour before he did it. I figured he left you and came back. I don't know why but he walks away unharmed and then ivy says but he said he shoots himself right between the eye he lied a man walks into the bathroom says riddler that's what the villains do ivy they lie and so then riddler's got the gun on the guy guy he's already shot says riddle me this and then bat says and maybe just maybe you didn't understand this not because you were weak or young, but because you're not a villain. Harley says, the world is it's broken and I, I have to save the world. And Harley goes, I know, Pammy, and you will, but today, why don't we just save you, okay? And she grabs her and she goes, he, he lied. So, we've got Bruce Wayne in bed looking at his phone with, Selena in bed with him, and Bruce says, that was Clark. Ivy's arrived safely at Sanctuary. They'll do what they do. And Kat says, she's going to be okay? She had 7.5 billion people in her head when she let that go, That, and on top of all she's been through, I don't know. That's the truth. And Selena says, oh, so she's climbing on top of Bruce. Yeah, girl, you mm-hmm. go for it. All we've been through, all we keep going through, and what about us? Are we going to be okay? And he looks up at her and he says, everyone against us, everyone trapped, and here we are. And everyone's as safe as we can make them. And Selena gets close to him and puts her hand on her face, his face and her thumb on his chin. She says, we're going to be okay. And he says, yeah, cat, we're going to be fine. And then they kiss. And then there's the banner that says, next. next. 
The wedding <laughs> yes. begins. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I I just want to laugh at all those people that were yelling at Tom King in the feminazis or yelling at him and saying, "Oh, why are you making Ivy a villain? Why, you know, why she's not a villain? She's a good person. She's not." But you know, um, he didn't. He made her someone who was played by a villain. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he made Batman say specifically, maybe because you're not a villain. Yep. That was a good story. Mm-hmm. So, the next... It's, co- very, it's actually a very good, well-written story. Yes. Yep. Yep. Really good. Tom King tells the best stories, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, DC Nation number zero. I believe that's only twenty five cents. That comes out on uh, May second, which is free comic yep. book day. Yep. We get Justice League No Justice. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Cat Batman and Catwoman's wedding. Yeah, we care. <laughs> which actually culminates in number fifty on sale July fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man of Steel. See, um, which comes out May 30th and begins to ask the question every reader will be obsessed with: What happened to Lois Lane and John Kent? Nothing. They better still be there. Fans will also get a sneak peek of DC's new magazine, DC Nation, which will give fans the latest news on what's happening at the DC at DC. The first issue hits stores on June 6th. Look at the striking cover by Jorge Jimenez. This is one comic you can't afford to miss, and it's only a quarter. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is a good cover by, by Jorge. Yes, yes. Jorge but, is always good. But, but Jorge always draws good art, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but something. Uh, yeah. I think DC is sort of uh, playing us a little bit with that. What happened to John and Lois? Nothing, because Super Sons is still going to be coming out. Uh, Right. (laughs) Bendis is yapping everywhere about how great Lois is. Uh, Yeah, I think they forgot to add Lois into the marketing, as they always do. And so now they're just Pulling up, they're like, oh, we forgot to add laws. Let's play that up. Well, the thing about it is, it's just you know, this is just what's coming out on free comic book day, even though it's not a free comic book. Huh? No, yeah, we still have to pay for it. Yeah. Um. But what up with that, DC? Yeah. How can we free that? comic book day if we have to pay a quarter? But oh well. Um. But, I mean, you know, Man of Steel's coming out. I mean, they've got plenty of time to advertise Lois. If it's coming out, what, July the 4th? Or is it May 30th? May 30th. May 30th, yeah. So it's just the end of the month. Mm. So. Yeah, we're almost there, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, next week, Batman number 44. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> what's what's Wayne, the synopsis? Uh, Bruce Wayne is standing in front of Mirror... He looks in the mirror, and it's in the Batman outfit. 
Okay. Okay, this is called Something Blue. Follow Batman and Catwoman on two separate but parallel paths as their wedding plans kicks into high gear. Uh, Selena picks out her dress, and Bruce starts to make arrangements for their new life together. But this being Gotham City, and they being Batman and Catwoman, you can bet that nothing will go as expected. Written by Tom King, with art by Mikael Jenin and Joelle Jones. Mm, Joelle mm. Jones and Mikael Jenin. Oh, yeah. much the favorite and artist. The variant cover is by Olivier Coipel. That's he's who's he teaming up with on the on the soups action thing? I can't remember right now. Um, um I'll tell you. Cause I have see what else we got coming up. Of course, there won't be any action comics. Um, um Olivier Coipel is that the guy? Yeah. He's with Jeff Johns and Richard Donner. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, I'm looking. Batman's on Deathstroke 30, yeah. Um. So no Superman next week. Well, it doesn't, well, wait a minute. Shouldn't we get Superman 44? Yeah, we should. Hmm. Superman 44. Now it's that whole Bizarro's versus. Oh, that, that. Cover with everybody and their mother and their sister yeah. and their cousin so twice Biz- removed. Bizarro and the the League of Fun versus the I don't know all the of, League of Fun. Uh, Bizarro's buds and Clark and John. So no Lois in this issue. <laughs> I don't know. Probably she's always pretty prominent in their story. She'll probably save the day. You know how she does that. Yeah, probably. She comes in and she pinches everybody's ears and she says, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, what are you people doing? All right, I'm going to go down here to the date because, you know, we can't put all the good stuff in here. And besides, okay, so let me see. The next day to get comic books is March or April 4th. I want to remind everybody, be sure you get your taxes done by the 15th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't have to worry about that. No, no, yeah. Um, oh, taxes uh, later in the year. Oh, there you go. Let's see. I'm looking, 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 looking. We should be getting... Yeah, we got Superman, Batman. I you mean, know, Superman, Batman come out together. Yeah. 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 And the DC Comics April 2018 previews catalog has a big prominent Clark on it. Who does it? Yeah. Oh. With trunks and a yellow belt. Everybody mentions the yellow belt, you know, which I find funny because the reason I like the Smallville suit was because it had the yellow belt and that really nice little telecommunicator thing, you know, that he would... Yeah, he's he text thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, uh, the Jim Lee, you know, New 52 designs and even the Rebirth design did not have the yellow belt. Yeah, they incorporated the yellow belt when he became whole, when the red and the blue joined together. Yeah. Um, Funny thing you mentioned, the yellow belt. Uh, Zack Snyder, I remember when he was doing BVS, behind the scenes. 
Right. He said, we needed to make the yellow belt bigger. And I'm like, okay. That's Superman for me. He has to have a yellow belt. He has to have red boots and a big red cape. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't care about trunks. Trunks can come. They can go. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. I understand no why men are. No. No collar. No collar. We need to see the chest here. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. That's that's why you see that's that's when you know Superman when you can see his neck and you can see his chest here. Then, then, you know, but that's why Man of Steel is, is Superman. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the, uh, the the whole reason why they did no trunks in Man of Steel was because Henry's quite large in that area, so it wasn't going to work out. It's going to make him very prominent. Very prominent, and they but didn't want that read, in IMAX. That's 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 <laughs> why we read Superman comic books. Damn it. Clark's package. Well, more than that, Clark's entire package. But anyway. Well, true. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind that the trunks are back. I like it. I like the new suit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They made I... the boots. They made the boots more. Most of men they put the V. Yeah. Um. And the yellow belt. And yeah. But what I do like is they kept the Man of Steel gauntlets on his sleeves. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's that little... It doesn't look like little, pajamas. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, look like it leotards. Does, it definitely don't look like a strongman suit from the yeah. closet. No. Yeah. Uh, I like that little gauntlet that they kept on the sleeves because it's... You know, the little Henry Cavill It's a little homage to, yeah. Yeah, it's a little nod to him that, yeah, you know, you've made your mark. Right. Here you are, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I guess Tom Welling's going to cons now. Yes, I was very shocked. He is showing up at Awesome Con uh, with Lexi, uh, Michael Rosenberg. And I was like, since when? <laughs> yeah, well, I heard he's pretty expensive, but who knows? Well, we didn't have any fanboys jumping up and down like, oh, we have to pay $300 to get Superman and Gal Gadot and the Justice League in a picture. And I'm like, dude, only 300 <laughs> Some, some. Collider fanboy was was screaming and saying, "Oh, to get the Justice League, we have to pay three hundred dollars for a set of like ten photos or something." And I'm like, "That's cheap in my head." <laughs> well, yeah, but not everybody can afford that. Come here, buddy. He got stuck. Come here, bud. He got stuck. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, his leash got stuck and he couldn't get in. I had to go outside. Mom. How is your dog doing? He's doing Better. very well. Um, did I tell you what was wrong with him? No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's close the show and then I gotta tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get out yeah. there. So we do have Superman next week Yay. and Batman. Yep. Wedding planning. Yay. Yay. 
Okay, so everybody have a great week. Thank you, Tej, so much for the show. Thank you, and I hope everybody's having a good Easter. Yes, yes, good. Every happy Resurrection Day, peeps. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll be back next week, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Maybe, okay. well, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Right. <laughs> okay, so everybody enjoy comics and news. <laughs> news. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Dad. Thank you, Holly. Bye. Bye.